Hi guys, welcome back to Typically Peachy and welcome to the final episode of the year. Tomorrow is New Year's Eve and on Saturday is New Year's. We made it, you guys. 2021 is officially about to be done. The chapter is closed. 2022, here we come. I'm excited for it, you guys. This year has been a whirlwind in so many ways. I'm going to give you guys a breakdown of my year in review, some things that I've been thinking about a lot towards the end of the year, some really good, some things I'm glad I'm thinking about them now so I can contemplate about them so I can strive for more clarity in 2022. Let's get right into it. What's new? Reflections of the year. This year, as you guys know, I was at home for a large portion of it up until October when I then moved in with my boyfriend in Chicago. I've talked about this on past episodes, but it really was a magical time being able to be at home. It's something that I think that I wouldn't have valued as much in the past, and I think I learned a lot about what I want, what I don't want, new things about myself, and of course, just got to spend some really valuable time with my family. Then the transition, moving to Chicago was a huge one. One that I'm so grateful that I'm even able to do in the first place. So it's been a lot. A moving year, I feel like, is always a lot. But guys, I did that last year too. I feel like I'm moving every single year. So this next year, it's going to be very interesting to see if I move at all. Because last year, I officially moved out of LA, out of that apartment there. And this year, I officially moved to Chicago. So we'll see. Am I going to stay stable here? Or is 2022... A new adventure year. I'm sure something large will happen this year. I feel like it always does. Aside from just me moving a lot this year, I feel like I traveled a lot. I went to new places. London. I never would have thought that I would have gone to London this year, to be completely honest with you. But now rounding out the year, I have now been to London. Very cool. Aside from that, I took a lot of little trips, got to see a lot of different parts of my own home state places near, places far, a lot of moving around while at the same time staying exactly where I was. One main reflection that I wanted to talk about this year is that I think this year in particular feels the most like a new year to me than any other year has in the past. And I think a large reason for that is because I started a job at the top of the year. So for me, there's a distinct marking point, which I've never really had before. It's not like you start school in a new year. My birthday's not at the top of the year. To me, at least, January 1st has kind of always just been a random day, which is why I've never equated starting something new in the new year. And I've never really had resolutions because I've thought, why is this the marking point? But now that I have been at this job for almost a full year, I got hired at the end of December last year, and I started right in January, which is really crazy for me to wrap my head around. A whole year since I started at this job. There are parts of it where I definitely feel that. I feel like I've been at it for a while. I feel like I've learned so much, an exorbitant amount. But there are other parts where I'm like, what? How has it been a year? Time has actually flown by, which is both terrifying and very eye-opening for me. 
Because when you've been doing something for a while, for a year, which I know for some people that may not seem like a while, but for me in this moment, it does seem like a while. But because I think that it's been a while, I feel kind of weird about how I feel about it. I feel like I have accomplished a lot in my job in the sense of I've mastered a lot of things. I do it really well and I truly believe I give my all into my job. But there's still a part of me that with all of that, with all of the dedication, with all of the hard work, I still don't feel completely proud of myself. And I want to be clear that this is not imposter syndrome that I'm talking about even though I think that we probably all have a little bit of that. But that's not what I'm talking about here. I feel like I'm not 100% proud of myself because I feel like I'm still looking for passion in everything that I do, which is very difficult when there are aspects of a job, probably every job, where you're not going to be passionate about all of it. I think that I've always just strived for a goal to be more passionate and more passionate and more passionate about every single opportunity that I take. And I don't even necessarily know what it's supposed to feel like when it's 100% fulfilled. I haven't gotten there, so I don't know. But there still is a distinct longing feeling that's prevented me from feeling proud of all that I've done. Which, to be completely honest with you guys, is very, very frustrating. Because I look back at this year, and I want to feel everything that I'm quote, supposed to feel. And the fact is, that I don't. And I think a lot of times, at the end of the year, we have expectations for ourselves, that it's going to feel incredibly fulfilling, that it's going to feel like that year was everything and more. But I just had to be honest about this, because... Not every year is the same. Not every year's end is magnificent, even if it looks incredibly amazing on paper. Because even when I say what I do out loud, what I've accomplished out loud, I understand that it sounds good, that it looks good. But passion, feeling passion, and finding passion, it's all a feeling that you cannot explain. That if somebody is not you, they're not going to understand the feeling that you're looking for especially if you don't even fully understand the feeling that you're looking for. And that's another frustrating part, when you're chasing a feeling. And to be quite frank, I have no idea if I'm ever going to feel the feeling that I'm longing for. But again, every single year, with everything that I do, I'm just trying to get closer and closer. And even though this year was not the year that I felt it 100%, that doesn't mean I'm going to stop trying to find it. And it does have a tendency to get me down when a whole year has passed and I haven't gotten there. But then I have to take a step back, remind myself that even though a year feels very long in your 20s, a year in the grand scheme of things is minuscule. I have to try to remind myself that as much as I can. I need to put it in perspective for myself. And that's obviously not an easy thing to do. But I'm trying, you guys. I'm trying, and that's what counts. Because if you don't even try, you're definitely not going to get there. But just because I don't feel 100% proud, it doesn't mean that there aren't aspects that I'm very proud of. Which I think especially if you're kind of in a funk and you feel the way that I do right now, it's really useful to remind yourself 
what you are concretely proud of. So I am incredibly proud of my work ethic. I personally think I have killed it this year managing so many different things, figuring out time management like no other so that I can do everything that I want to do as well as everything that I need to do for work, as well as going above and beyond for work, and as well as going above and beyond in my personal projects. Because as you guys know, that is super important to me. I am very proud of this podcast. I hope that that is something that I am proud of every single year. And I definitely, definitely am for this year. Like really, really, really proud. Even in weeks where I didn't think I'd put it out, I did. And I haven't missed a single week since I've started. I know it may not always be visible how much work goes into this, and I hope that it's not because it's kind of the point. When you guys listen to it, I want it to be easy peasy, something light, something fun, something to take you out of your world a little bit. But it is so much work, so much time, so much energy, and I wouldn't want to put that energy towards anything else so that is something that with this year coming to an end I am so incredibly happy that I am again proud of myself for this podcast because I am proving to myself you guys I can do this with a million other things around me I can do it I can podcast I can edit I can do all the pictures I can run this thing how I want to run it. That freedom in the thing that you love to do feels so good to have. So, so good to have. Especially when you're unsure about other aspects of your life. I have said it before, I'll say it again. If you feel stuck in any way, or if you just don't feel fully fulfilled, do something you're passionate about and put so much love and attention and energy into it. It will change the game for you, I'm telling you. Having something for you, even if nobody sees it, even if you don't put it out, even if it's nothing like a podcast, do it. That's my advice this year, guys. So that kind of wraps up the reflections about what is new with me. Here are some reflections about what was hot this year. First off, this podcast, of course, we have had so much content out there. Today marks the 70th episode. So if you've missed an episode or two, or you're brand new, go check out what all went down this year. Because we covered a lot of really cool stories, from fashion, to music, to entertainment, pop culture, everything that we all love and enjoy. This year, one thing that really stood out was how much content we got for the reboots. Which we know how I feel about reboots. It is very hit or miss, usually miss. But we got a Gossip Girl reboot. We got a Sex and the City reboot. A Friends reunion. I'm probably missing some, but there were so many reboots, you guys. And I gotta say, I didn't hate them as much as I thought I was gonna hate them but I still did like the new content a little bit more. Which brings me into what was good this year. The shows this year were phenomenal. I know not all of these came out in 2021. I actually don't think any of these did, but I watched them this year. And I think my top shows this year were For All Mankind, Ted Lasso, 
Succession, and we had to put a reality one in there, Selling Sunset. If you guys haven't seen these yet, you've heard me rave about them. Go check them out. They're so good in their own individual ways. My top songs for this year. Again, not necessarily new, just the ones that I found this year. I was looking through my playlist, Typically Peachy, What's Good on Spotify. As you guys know, check it out. You can hear all of my favorite songs from this year, from last year. I don't think you're going to regret checking it out. Trust me, it's a really, really good playlist. Very curated. But anyways, I was looking through that playlist, and there were so many that I could pick as my top depending on my mood, but I had to narrow it down to two for you guys that I feel like I always want to listen to, no matter what. So those are Closure by Sarcastic Sounds, Birdie and McCall, and the second one, Sedona by Houndmouth. I have seriously listened to those two songs on repeat more times than I could ever count. I love them. Both of those are just songs that when I heard, I instantly knew that they were going to be songs that were staples in my life. I don't know if you guys have had that feeling before about a song that seriously, it's like magic when you hear it. If you don't know this feeling, then you probably think I sound very weird right now. But if you do know what I'm talking about, you've heard a song for the first time that you love so much, there's truly nothing else like that feeling. It's seriously indescribable. And you think, how in the world was there a time when this song wasn't in my life? These two songs did that for me. So if you haven't heard them yet, check them out on the playlist, Typically Peachy, What's Good on Spotify. Alright guys, moving in to need to know basis. Kind of free range in this section when we're talking about the past year, we're reflecting. But what I really wanted to touch on first in this section is last year's episode. I have the very unique situation that this time last year, I recorded myself because I did my 2020 year in review. So I got to hear exactly how I was feeling exactly a year ago. Kind of cool, also kind of weird to hear it back. First thought, I talked so fast a year ago. I don't know if I still talk that fast, but oh my gosh, I was talking a million miles a minute. I was honestly impressed with how fast I was talking. But anyways, something that really stood out to me was that that episode was only my 18th episode, which is crazy because now we're on 70. So many episodes, so many life events, so much content, so many stories, so much advice given, so many pictures taken for the podcast. So much has happened in the span of a year. So as much as I talked about how I was feeling unproud of myself in the what's new section, this episode was really great for me to listen back to because it did give me that perspective. The ability for me to actually hear what I wanted to do this year, and for me to see if I accomplished it or not. Again, I'm not a big resolutions person at the top of the year because I just feel like if you want to start something, start it then and there. But this has been useful to me with all the thoughts going on in my head right now, so maybe my opinion has changed. Here are some things that I wanted to do in 2021. I wanted to keep up with my podcast and put out content that I was proud of. 
I absolutely did that. Here we are a year later. I also talked about wanting to put out more visually appealing pictures on Instagram, which I feel like I really dove more into that this year and I love what it's become. I talked about the fact that I was starting a new job. I said that I wanted to work really hard at it and keep an open mind. And I have absolutely done both of those things and more. I also said that I wanted my relationships to positively progress forward. 100% I did it. I have spent a lot of time with my family at home, which I value so much. I moved in with my boyfriend, which was huge. And I've maintained and grew some relationships near and far, which I'm very proud of that. Another thing that I talked about that I wanted this year was growth and being honest with the fact that sometimes you aren't doing okay. And man, have I been honest about that with you guys, with the people in my life. I guess I'm proud of that. I'm proud that I haven't sugarcoated things. I'm glad that I feel like I can be honest here, that this is a safe space that it's okay that I don't know everything, that it's okay that I don't feel okay sometimes. It's a really good feeling to have the freedom to feel however you feel, and I really don't take that for granted. I also spoke some about documenting this year in a written form. And while I did not keep a diary this year, which I'm kind of bummed about because I do love to do that and I did kind of want to do that this year, I did, however, keep up with my Q&A daily book that I talked about at the start of the year, which you guys probably don't remember it at all, but I do because I have been writing in it every single day, which I'll get into that a little bit later. Another thing that I said that I wanted to do this year is drink more water. That was a tall ask for me, and I think I put that on the list every single year, and shocker, I did not drink more water this year, so I guess it's going on the list again. It doesn't seem like it should be such a hard thing to do, but some way or another, I have made it very difficult for myself. Maybe we'll figure it out in 2022. I said that I wanted to get rid of things. Another thing that I definitely could have done a better job at this year, I did get rid of some things, but not that many, and I'm really working on it, guys or I will be working on it. It's something that, like the water, we're putting on the list again, and we're gonna try very hard to stick to it next year. And the last thing that I put on the list that I wanted to accomplish this year is finding silver linings. I have done that. When situations did not go as I anticipated, things made me really sad, I felt really down about some things, very discouraged, a little bit lost. I have tried my hardest in all of those situations to find the silver lining. And that is something, again, that I'm going to continue to strive to do. Because if I'm able to do that, if we're all able to do that, just find something to take out of the less than ideal situation, we're all going to be better off in some way or another just finding a little bit of light in there, something that you can take out of it, a lesson, a feeling, a newfound awareness, anything. Those silver linings, I truly believe, will get us so far. So 2022, you better believe it, I'm gonna find all of the silver linings, every single one that I can, and I'm gonna run with it. 
Even if I end the year feeling a little bit discouraged like I kind of do this year, the silver linings are there. I just need to be seeking them out. So with that, the things that I want to accomplish in 2022, of course, finding the silver linings, drinking more water, you can do it, Emma. Getting rid of things, again, you can do it. Putting out content that I love, that I'm proud of, maintaining and growing this podcast, loving it, progressing my passion in it, finding new things about it that I enjoy. Just keep podcasting because it helps me tremendously and because I love to do it for you guys too. I love our community and I think that I always will. But aside from those rollover items from 2021, something that I really want for this new year and really the only one that I wrote down is more clarity in what I want and figuring out some steps to achieve it. Just some clarity, some steps. It doesn't have to be everything. It doesn't have to be the end all, be all, what I wanna do, what I wanna be, but I just wanna feel a little bit more sure in more aspects of my life. I'm sure in my relationships and my passions, but everything else needs a little bit more intentional attention. And that is what I'm gonna give it this next year in 2022. I want to be sure to really strive for that, even just to answer some questions for myself and how I can put who I am, what I want, what I want to see for my life in action. Even if it's in the smallest ways, the smallest bit of clarity, that's what I want for this year. So I'm going to do my best to achieve it. We will see it. Of course, you guys will hear about it. You will know. So a year from now, when we are ending the year that we are just about to begin, which is crazy to even think about, but it will happen, we will revisit all of this. We'll see if I drink more water. Alright guys, lastly, to round out this episode, to round out the last episode of 2021, I am going to read to you guys a little bit from my Q&A daily book. So this is what I mentioned that I kept up with every single day. But it is a book that my mom got me at the end of last year to start at the beginning of the new year. And what it is, every single day, this book asks a question. And on the same day, for five years, you put in the answer to the same question on those days. So every January 1st, I'm going to be asked the same question from this book. So I get to see this upcoming year, how my answers are gonna change on the exact day that I answered them the year before. So here we go. On January 1st, I was asked, what is your mission? I answered that, to start this year with the purpose of doing things I love, giving my best shot at everything I do and making positive steps forward and passions career, and relationships. That's a heck of a mission of what I was feeling on January 1st. But guys, I think that I did that. I think that this past year, I really did give my best shot. I think that I tried so hard in everything that I did. Good job, Emma. Next day, January 2nd, I'm just gonna read five, you guys. But January 2nd, 
The question was, can people change? I answered, yes, but I think you need to give them space and grace to do so. Change doesn't happen overnight. It happens through experiences and perspectives and interacting with people with different opinions. It takes time and willingness. Pretty good answer. I'm very curious to see what I'm going to say this year. January 3rd, 2021, I was asked, what are you reading right now? I said, I'm starting American Dirt by Janine Cummins tonight for my book club. That's crazy. A year ago, I had a book club. That really fell off, you guys, but I loved my book club when I was a part of it. It was a very, very fun thing to take part in. January 4th, I was asked, the best part of today? I said, I started a new job today. Let the adventure begin. Crazy, crazy, crazy. January 4th last year. That's when I started. And lastly, January 5th, I was asked, what was the last restaurant you went to? And I said, I don't remember because we haven't been able to go to restaurants because of COVID. Maybe somewhere in Portugal. That is sad, but also very telling about the times that we were in a year ago which we all know, unfortunately, it hasn't gotten as better as we all would have liked it to. But man, even writing that sentence down is such a time capsule that even five years from now, reading back that sentence is going to be crazy to hear what time we were in in 2021. And I had just gone to Portugal for the first time. Also insane. That was very fun. That was the first time I've ever read any of those back. Maybe throughout the year, I'll read a couple more. We'll see. But I'm just really glad I have something to document how I was feeling on specific days. That's so cool. I mean, even if the question doesn't relate to how I was feeling, it's still incredibly telling of a moment in time. You know, like that last question was about a restaurant and it completely encompassed so much of where I was on January 5th. Very fun thing, this five-year journal. Let's see if I keep up with it for a whole nother year. I really hope that I do. All right, guys, that is it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening today and every week. It has been another year. This is the final episode of 2021. We did it. We made it through the year. That in and of itself is an accomplishment Whatever you're feeling at the end of this year, just remember, there are silver linings. No matter how you're feeling, just look for those, ride those through, and keep in mind that another year is on the horizon. If you're not a resolutions person, maybe become one if you need to be right now, okay? Just give yourself the space to dream for a year that you want. We have no idea what's going to come of this next year. But how exciting is that? There's so much insanely cool opportunity that this next year has to hold. So let's hold on to that feeling. Let's ride into the new year. 2021, we're out. 2022, let's go. We're ready for you. I hope that everyone has an amazing, safe New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. Let's catch up in the new year. And don't forget to stay peachy, my friends. Oh.